Hey guys, welcome to Ringsiders. Jim here as always, joined by, is it David Starr? Is it CM Punk? Is it Callum? I'll, I'll take both of those. They're both fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll go with Callum. How are you doing, Callum? I'm great, thank you, Jamie. Rocking the stash, man. I appreciate that. Every man should have facial hair. And uh, <laughs> today we have a very special guest all the way from Texas. She is reality of wrestling's own, Alex Gracia. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. Yeah, this is fun. It gave me an excuse to put on makeup today. Yeah, we, well, I was going to say I know that feeling, but I don't put on makeup that often. But I, I know what you mean. It's, it's one of those things where, at the moment, you look for any excuse to do anything slightly normal. Yep, exactly. So I was like, I'm getting ready today. So, Like, like shaving a moustache? Yes, I did this out of boredom because I just wanted to know what I look like with a moustache. Now I know I look like it, David Starr. I'm digging it. Maybe I'm... you should keep it for a while. Yeah, okay. I, I was gonna keep I was gonna shave it off as soon as we've done this interview, but maybe I'll keep no, it. No, why? Why? <laughs> I, I'm actually I can't believe I'm saying this. I agree with Alex. I actually like it. I think you should keep it. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Okay. I'll <laughs> I was gonna shave it off after this. I'll see how I feel at the end of the recording. You might have convinced it's me. It's all about how you feel. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like I've got anywhere to be. It's not like anyone's gonna see me, but you know, it, I've got to look at myself in the mirror and not laugh every time I look. So, but enough <laughs> about me, Alex. How have you been recently with the the downtime from wrestling? How, what have you been doing to fill that time and keep some kind of normality? Yeah, it's been crazy because I feel like, especially since I started wrestling, it's been like go 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 go, and I still had my plans of like I had like full schedules for like all the beginning of the year pretty much and then all of a sudden I'm in quarantine and I'm just like I haven't had this much downtime since I don't even remember when yeah so it really like took some time to process and be like okay like what can I control because there are a lot of things I can't control right now like we just can't help that wrestling is on total pause and lockdown so I've just like really just been trying to like focus on like my diet and nutrition. I've been like learning more Spanish because like when I, I went to Mexico earlier this year and I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I don't know as much as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. So you've been, a lot of people have been doing that recently. They've been using the downtime to pick up a language. Like there's no yeah. better time than now. You're, I don't think there'll ever be a time where we have this much free no spare time again like i can't think of any time in I my hope life not. But, yeah i hope not that's the goal right <laughs> we, nobody wants to have this much spare time that's it's not great i know everyone says they want time off work but two months is too long for anybody i think mm-hmm. yeah little kids here yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Told you she's making she likes she, she likes to get in on the podcast she likes to, she's a bit of a diva isn't she jamie the cat, the cat's more over than me and Callum Alex. I mean, we, we she know can that come people, on whenever she wants. We know oh, that sure. people no. watch for the cat. It's not to see us. It's to see whoever <laughs> we're interviewing and the cat. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty much it. It's literally every every time we, we, we talk to someone, it's like she knows. And she, she's this is my in. time. She's like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna get it. my moment. Yeah. <laughs> So she's so, making an appearance. Yeah, there she is. Though. So cute. She's getting so big. Oh my god! She was only tiny last time I saw her, like two months ago. She's only a kitten. She's getting so big. Cats grow so fast. Like all of a sudden, it's like they're like a teenager, and you're like, "Be a little kitten again." Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out on all of her first moments. You know, I should be there <laughs> for him. Dang but, quarantine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're there they're there man I should have you could have looked after her for me you know but never mind I'm sorry Maybe but back to you Alex you mentioned that you wrestled <laughs> oh, yeah. in you mentioned that you wrestled in Mexico and yeah. can you tell us what that was like as an experience because a few people we speak to they always mention that they want to wrestle in Japan and they always want to wrestle in Mexico 
you've already done one of those. What was that like? Well, actually, I went to Japan first last okay. year. So I oh, went to Stardom. Like, so that was my first tour. And then um, the end of 2019, I did this seminar with um, one of the CMLL luchadors and trainers there. And so um, he just pretty much was like, do you want to come to Mexico? And I was like, for CMLL, yes. So... <laughs> So we got all that planned and it was kind of like a two week scholarship. So I went and I got to train um, under like just amazing people. And um, I wasn't like guaranteed a debut, but I did get to debut there. So that was um, really cool. And so I had plans on going back, but of course, like that's all on hold at the moment. So I, who knows like when I'll get to go anywhere. Cause I, this year I wanted to um, at least try to go to like one more country, whether it was like Australia or UK or something. But I was like, at least let me like have my like second time in like Japan or Mexico. And now it's like, I've just been stuck in Texas. <laughs> it's stuck in Texas. It's not the same <laughs> as being stuck in the UK. You've been- yeah. <laughs> no, I think. Being stuck in the UK would be cool. I've never been there, so I don't know. If you're imagining it's anything like Harry Potter or uh, <laughs> Notting Hill or anything, you're, you're going to be very disappointed when you finally come here. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's like there's London and then there's the rest of the UK. So it, it's it's like London's its own country, isn't it, Callum? Yeah, it's everyone goes to London. I, I have but... nothing in common with Londoners. They're, they're not they're nothing like the rest of the UK yeah I didn't realize there were so many like different parts well because so my grandma is from England right and my grandpa was military and that's when they met and that's how they ended up over here but when I went on my stardom tour in Japan I was with pretty much all girls from UK and they even like had like she's from this part of UK and I'm just like oh there are like different parts of UK but I guess it's kind of like that in Texas too because it's so big so it's like you have like your major cities and so it is different and the accents are a little different and like even like your like attitudes a little different I've realized that yeah and Texas is bigger than the UK anyway like we're only a small country oh Uh, I didn't even realize that yeah Texas is bigger than I I did not know that myself yeah, you can fit the UK inside Texas, so that's wow. that's always blown my mind. But for yeah, Texas, for trip, like traveling here, like especially like for shows, like you would think like, oh, like I'll be in like Houston or something. And it's like, oh, okay, well then you can just come to the show in Dallas tomorrow. And you're like, okay, that's fine as long as you realize that's like an eight-hour drive. It's eight. not just like a two-three-hour like drive down the road. That's crazy. If you if you drive for eight hours in the UK, you're in Germany. Like you're in a oh different country. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's wild. London's like what, four hour drive for us. Everywhere's um, a four hour drive. There's nowhere yeah. that's more than four hours. Yeah. See, that's nice. Like that would be nice. It's like you could like feel like you expand more a little bit. Like you're just in Texas, like you're just like that's why it's so easy, I think, wrestling wise to like get stuck here. And a lot, because there's so much, it's so big and there's so much wrestling that really it could occupy and take up all your time. And you could like always be booked every weekend but while not getting out of Texas. So yeah. like, that's almost like a little trap that you have to like look out for as you're like, oh, I need to kind of get out of Texas right now because this is all I've been doing. I think it's- well, that's like I'm, I'm missing out. I'm the only one that's not actually been to Texas yet. And it, it, you need it, to come. It, come on. It, it's on my bucket list. I've been to a few places in America, but Texas has always been that one place. I've all I always dreamt of like moving to Texas and having a ranch in the middle of nowhere with nobody around me for miles. Full <laughs> time, Jamie. Again, it depends where in Texas because you could get that in some parts, and then some parts it's like, oh, okay, I'm around everybody. Get away from me. <laughs> I was I was shocked when I got off the plane. And the first thing I didn't see was a man on the back of a horse, like a cowboy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was expecting to walk out into the Wild West. And it was just <laughs> like a normal place. I was like, what did I expect? I was 
I wasn't disappointed, but I kind of yeah. wanted to see like a cowboy or something. And I think I only I saw two. the John Wayne movie, Callum. Yeah. That's what I was People thinking. People think we rode horses to school and stuff. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Little House on the Prairie or something. That's what I thought it'd be like. And it was still <laughs> cool. Don't get me wrong. I had a time on my life there. Yeah, but... Dallas is like the opposite of that. Yeah, I realized that. It, it, very, very different to anywhere in the UK, really. It, it was massive very big place for a start but the people are so friendly like mm-hmm. i couldn't get over how nice everybody was it's that southern hospitality i think it's called and everybody's nice. just so nice and everyone in the uk is usually especially london everyone's really rude so it was, it's definitely somewhere i'd go live is texas oh yeah london london's very rude it's uh it, it's the the, the one of a level to you out there it's the big city is it like they're actually rude or is it sarcasm like is it that type of rude or is it if if you're british sarcastic but they're also rude because the londoners it's it's not a good mix (laughs) yeah it's literally what i said there's london then there's the rest of the uk that's literally how it is so yeah, never go to London. It's so interesting over there. Like, I I can't wait. I remember asking, like, all the girls, like, the wrestlers from over there, just so many questions about everything. Because, like, we get this, like, interpretation, too, that, like, they were blown. Like, their mind was blown because I was, like, oh, yeah, like, the queen is in charge. And they're, like, no, she's not. And I was, like, what? Because, uh. <laughs> like, the royal family is such, like, a big deal here. Yeah, Even we here, care. we're like, we know everything <laughs> about the royal family. <laughs> I, think, like, yeah, I think you prefer the royal family to us. We're, we don't really like them. They're not that big of a deal. But in America, if the, a royal has a baby or anything, it's a big deal. You're like... Yeah. That's yeah. why I was like, we know everything. So it makes it seem like like you just want to like visualize. And it's like a fantasy. Like, oh, yeah, it's like the queen and the king and like... Like, like this big old TV show, and like they, it's royalty that runs the country. The, yeah, they're, they're definitely just a tourist attraction at this point, but it's, <laughs> they bring in some money, so we can't complain. I can't imagine not having a royal family in the UK. It's really the only thing we've got going for us. I think it's like spoiling a TV show. Like, don't tell me the secret. Yeah. <laughs> that would more than the royal family. What we do have, Alex, is at the moment one hell of a British wrestling scene, um, which oh, yeah. you, you were just saying, obviously, you get to different countries, and you said the UK. Is that definitely that's something you'd like to happen in, a, in the next oh, year? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, even um, so, when I first met some of the wrestlers from UK, like at Stardom, like, we were trying to plan that. They're like, you come stay with me and just be here for a couple of months because, like, yeah wrestling there and like even that was my first time even getting to like be in the ring with someone from the uk and it's just like yeah they're good over there too like that's like another place i need to go like i i see that up there with like japan and mexico and and stuff like that so it's like it's it's easy to see why they'll they do so many talent exchanges in those big countries because it's like they're just all on a different level well, that's yeah. it. And it be expanded, really, kind of like literally nearly every city in the uk has got its own promotion at the moment there's, yeah. there's just we've got our own promotion in our own in, in our city in our little city there's just there's, there's so many places you'll be able to come and, and wrestle and yeah, and, I'm sure you wouldn't struggle to find work if, like, if you came. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be a lot of promotions that would be wanting me to appear for them because, like you said, there's so many promotions here. And we, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, we didn't have all of this um, mm-hmm. talent in the UK. We didn't have all these promotions, and it's like overnight we just have a really good wrestling scene now. And America has always, to me, had a, a really strong independent scene. Like, is there anywhere in America which is on your bucket list on the independence that you want to wrestle for? Um, on the independence, gosh, there. This is one of those questions where I'm going to think of like 15 different places later. I'm like, what? <laughs> but at the top of my head, I'm um, 
like Hollywood wrestling, um, bar wrestling. Like I really want to start going more in like California area because like I have been super lucky to be such a big part of reality of wrestling in Texas, oh. which a lot of people um, try to get on and stuff. And then um, some of the other bigger independent promotions I've probably done that are up there that that were goals are like evolve and then um like be more consistent um on the roster with like shimmer and shine and um rise and all those places which yeah. which is great because those are all female promotions so it's like you can never run out of options of who to wrestle which is really cool compared to like some of the other promotions even like at reality of wrestling at max we might have like two women's matches and it's not because there aren't enough girls out there that are good it's just that we don't have enough girls on the roster yeah so, that makes sense yeah so, so that's really if, cool that there's more women promotions out there too that are just like all women yeah there's a few in the uk as well um i'm sure you've heard of pro wrestling eve yes that's what i was gonna say like that is definitely like if i were to go over there i'm like that's where i want to go <laughs> That would be really cool. Uh, Eva, a great promotion. Um, Kurt, who we do the podcast with, he went to uh, quite a few Eve shows last year. And mm -hmm. it was like a, a weekend of shows that they do where it's a big, I think it was the She Won, uh, which is oh, yeah. an incredible name for a show anyway. I think She Won, really. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think like, Nicole Savoy was there and a few other people from like america were there i know and yeah just... they do bring in a lot of international talent so mm -hmm. would that be something you'd be looking at doing too no definitely i'm like there's so many things and then especially with all this downtime it's like i just want to like get the ball rolling i get you yeah once everything opens up cause... we've spoken to a fair few people recently and we we ask them like what do you want to do when wrestling's back to normal and the answer is always anything because Right now, the, you're not doing as, you, you know, your schedule's changed, you, you're not wrestling. So when it comes back, you just want to do as much as possible wherever yeah. you can. And I think that's really cool, though, because it, even though it sucks, given the circumstances of the lockdown and what's happening, wrestling's going to, I think it's going to hit a new boom period when it comes back, because the fans miss it. You know, we want to go to the shows. The wrestlers are missing wrestling and performing for the fans. Yeah. So when you put those two together, when wrestling comes back, I think it's going to be insane. No, I think so, too. Because, I mean, even just, like, the craving. So, like, some of the stuff I had, like, booked for, it would have been, like, Mar April. And stuff was, like, with Ring of Honor. And it's, like, that's another, like, dream come true. That's just, like, nope, not right now. And so, like, just... And I know, like, those fans, because, like, when they announced, um, like, the card for um, the tournament they were doing, um, all those, like, Ring of Honor fans, like, started to, like, reach out to me. And it's, like, you can tell just how much they crave it. So it's, like, that that's a whole – because I only know, like, what I get on a consistent basis is, like, the reality of wrestling fans that mm -hmm. I know. But it's, like, you have, like, those, like, faithful, loyal fans to, like, certain promotions. So I was, like, it just made you, like, that more excited and craved it that craving it like that much more because you're like these ring of honor fans are so like passionate too and you're like yeah i want to wrestle for you <laughs> yeah the, the, the best thing is, well sorry the best thing is now is you've got two more fans so when you come to the uk you'll have these two fans here front row we'll be, we'll we'll be, be there. there we'll be there yeah we'll be cheering i'll be wearing we'll like pink shirts. <laughs> yeah we will be. <laughs> Do you, do you have a pro wrestling tea store? Um, I have like a big cartel. Um, I'm probably gonna look into a pro wrestling tees just because like I'm not able to like print shirts right now. Yeah, or it's hard to just because of like a lot of businesses and so a lot of people have told me they're like, oh, just make a pro wrestling tees and they print everything for you. Yeah, we. So I was like, that's super convenient. So that's definitely like something. Well, I'm looking We'll be front row with two pink t-shirts on what we call them when you come to the UK. Yes! Oh, I, I, we'll be there. Uh, I was like, our Texas friend! Yeah. <laughs> I give you my way. But, um, <laughs> speaking of, obviously, the reality of wrestling, we, we've got to touch on that. What, what was that like? I mean, obviously, you've learned under the tutelage of Booker T, I'm presuming. Um, mm -hmm. What has that been like? 
so it's it's been amazing so the end of like or about a year or so ago I started driving down there from San Antonio to Houston and I was going there a few times a week and um it was right before I was about to leave for stardom about and the drive was just like killing me because I was driving like four hours there and then like four hours back and then I was going to work and then driving back four hours and training and all that so um when I went to stardom it really just like motivated me to be like okay I'm gonna move there full time so when I got back I moved there full time and reality of wrestling is just like you like walk in and compared to like where I first started training, which was like in a little garage, we had like one little fan and then like in Texas, you're like have one little fan when 101 degree weather, it's not always that fun. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> when you walk into reality wrestling and it's like, there's a whole, there's three rings, there's a whole weight room in there. Wow. And then um, that's when I just like really realized like, okay, like here, if I really like dedicate some time here, I can like level up a little bit because like the wrestlers just from the knowledge they had gained from Booker already and then like teaching us and just teaching that type of mentality, um, especially like they're very big, of course, like WWE style, which is entertainment and just really about your character and like doing that and like being an individual persona and stuff so that's when I really started to like try to tap into my character more and just really see the whole overall because like I had never been somewhere where it's like you get the whole like screen and entrance and all that and I was like okay like you started to like live it a little more and so that's when you really started to be able to like piece it all together would you say that is what you're focusing on right now, finding out who your character is? Like, is that something which has been a process for you? Do you feel like you've, you're finding who you are now? I kind of always knew, because I was like, the way I wanted to be, like, portrayed as is almost like an athletic, girly girl, because it's like, I've been like that, like, my entire life, and it's like, sometimes I would get either, like, judged or teased, because it's like, I was an all district softball player, but I had like a bow in my hair. <laughs> so like, I just wanted to like be that character where it's like, okay, it's okay to get like dolled up and girly girl, but it's like, I could still like be a badass at the same time. Yeah. So it's like just embracing who you are, but it's like, okay, I can, I'll still beat you up. <laughs> I think that's a good character to have though, because like you said, and a lot of wrestlers say this, the best characters are the ones where it's just yourself, but with the volume mm -hmm. turned up. And do you feel like that's you? Like you said, you're, you're an athletic person, but you can still be that girly girl. And I think that's a cool character to have because you don't see that that often in wrestling at the moment. Yeah, and I really wanted to be like that character, like for the little girls, where it's like they might be playing with Barbies, but it's like, Oh, okay, I can still like be strong and like defend myself and like stand up when things are wrong and like this or that or like mm. still do whatever I want and not feel like oh, okay, I have to like be more tomboyish or I have to be more rough or this or that to be like accepted and stuff. And so, um, with the character, I think that definitely like was me my, my entire life. So when I really started to get pointed out that that was me. Like, it's like, this was me my entire life, but I just needed like someone to be like, oh, okay, like we understand, like Alex is gonna come out and her gear is probably gonna be like all glittery, but she'll still forearm you in the face. Yeah, that's cool though, I like that. Because <laughs> I'm sure there'll be people at shows who when you come out, they'll be like, like you said, they'll think you're just a girly girl. And then you forearm someone in the face and like, oh, right. And she can fight as well, that, that's a good mix. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. And so, like, it's really cool as I'll get, like, little girls coming to the show. And it's, like, they'll have that. And it's, like, I had a little girl, like, one time. And she was wearing, like, a pink shirt. But she was, like, in karate. And, like, even her dad said, like, she felt weird. Cause, like, she would get made fun of because it's, like, karate is, like, a boy sport. But she she was, like, she, like, 
reminded me of myself. I was like, she had like the bow in her hair, but it was like she apparently was so good at karate and loved it. And it's like you you can do that. Like wear wear a pink belt. Like go <laughs> Yeah. And like you said, I think it's important to have uh that kind of like representation as well because it's good for these small uh younger girls to be able to see you and think oh, that's something I can do too. Especially mm -hmm. in wrestling I think because for a long time wrestling was male dominated and it, some of these fantastic female wrestlers didn't get that opportunity to show what they can really do but nowadays the the norm's changing it's like 50 50. The, there's so many good female wrestlers nowadays getting yeah. the opportunity and it's good for the the younger girls too to know that they can do it as well and is it cool knowing that you're part of that no absolutely it's like this era of wrestling like couldn't be better for women since it has been like in the past it's like i mean like women are like main eventing wrestlemania like who yeah. would have ever thought that and it's like women are on pay-per-views and this and that and it makes you that ex much more excited because you're like okay i can get to that level and then look at the women who are already on that level and it's just like the possibilities are endless with who you can wrestle and where you can wrestle and it's like you're you could get really good talent everywhere and it's like I feel like with sometimes like the lack of um amount of women matches on shows like it's just because it's like now more and more women are starting to wrestle when there wasn't as many at the time but it's like we we can fill an entire show and it's gonna be like a badass show that's what's so cool now is that yeah it's grown that much because it's like that that really wasn't before like it's even in the u.s really the only all women show you would have would be shimmer yeah it was definitely i remember uh first seeing shimmer and <laughs> it used to be when they had um the dark matches would be the the guys so <laughs> it would be like joey ryan wrestling chuck taylor in a dark match and then yeah. the main show would be the all women and i was like that's so cool uh, yeah. At the time, it was like a, a new concept having all female shows, but now it's becoming more and more standard. Like you yeah. can sell out a show, you can sell out any arena with an all female card, and mm -hmm. it's such a cool. It's it's not even like it's a new thing. It's always been the case. There's always been good female wrestlers, but only now are they getting the opportunity to show we can do it too. Yeah. And do you feel like is there any company in particular you think is doing a really good job? of like their women's division um like, like, sorry um places like, i really think are like have a really good women's division i think like impact has mm. been like really well and like that's a place like their characters like in the wrestlers like you know and they really do take the time like with their stories and their stories that like you're aware of whether it's like um, with Tessa or Taya um, and all that, like, I have been able to, like, be invested. And so, like, that's what's good. Because sometimes, like, with other companies, um, you'll see somebody or, like, someone will debut. And you're like, okay, like, she's really cool. Like, she's really good. And then, like, she'll disappear. Mm. So you're not really able to, like, get invested to them. Like yeah. invest in them and it's it's hard to like because that's that's what I like to see is I like want to feel like I like I need to like feel emotionally attached to you to be like I want you to win or like why are you not winning and then so when you win it's like this big deal yeah absolutely you, you need to um as a performer especially you mm -hmm. need to be able to connect with the audience to get them invested mm -hmm. into you so they care about you winning or losing that's what wrestling is mm -hmm. um it I think impacts, like you said, do a really, really good job of that because with Tessa, I really, really wanted her to win the world championship. Like she had me invested. I wanted to see the first women's world champion in impact. Um, it was like, built for like an entire so, year. Yeah, of... an amazing job of that. And it's really cool to see her at the top. And is mm -hmm. that something you'd like to do as well? Get mixed into impact and uh, see what you can do with the superstars there? Definitely, like, I've wrestled a, 
few of the girls um, on Impact now, and it's like, because we had actually the Impact versus Reality of Wrestling show, um, I guess it would have been in, like, 2019. And so that was really cool, and it's like that company, they're just, like, they just love wrestling, and they have so much fun. And I think that's what's so important is just with any job is it's, like, you get excited and like happy and you love like the people you work with like every day. And that's where it feels like this isn't work to me. Mm. And that definitely is one of the places like I felt that. Cause then um, actually in Dallas, when impact came to Dallas, when Tessa did win the belt um, the day before they um, called me and like a few of the other girls from reality wrestling. And we did um, a tag match and just same thing just like so nice and just like so helpful and all the girls like the guys the staff like everybody and so that's like the type of company like I would want to be with with that type of like morals and stuff where it's like you you know they care and it's like I'm not even signed here and it's like I feel like they care about me I get that yeah I I think the the obvious I say that a bit darker. I've been saying that a lot lately as well with Impact. Like people lately, obviously everyone's dynamite NXT uh, NWA's come back. Just about. And I say, yeah. I say to Callum all the time. Impact's kind of going under the radar because they're putting out one hell of a product every week. I mean, mm-hmm. we we get it in the UK on a Friday night, so I'll be watching that tonight. And um, and it's it's one of my favourite things of the week. They're getting. Like I said, they're going under the radar because everyone's on about the, the Wednesday Night Wars and, and this and that. But like I said, Impact, for me, are one of the best companies around at the moment. Definitely. And Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you'd be a perfect fit. Yeah, I th- you'd be a perfect fit there as well. Uh, I'd love to see that. I could see but, that, yeah. Yeah, but they're a pleasure to watch. I mean, I probably bore Callum because it's all I ever say to him. I'm like... <laughs> Why are you talking about Impact? Mate, I've been, we've been saying it for a long time on this show. Like, Ring, uh, Impact yeah. is, like, people see, still think it's the old TNA. And that's mm-hmm. the issue with it. It's not the old TNA. It's Impact Wrestling. It's almost like it's a separate company. And they're doing so many things better than the old TNA ever did. And one of them is, well, to me, t- TNA are, always handled the knockouts division fantastically. But mm-hmm. I think it's even better than it was in its heyday. Like, it's such a good women's division. And especially when you've got, like, the top females in the women's division competing with the men for the world championship, it shows you how much stock they're putting in every single female competitor in the company. Yeah. And that's, you- it's like, people are so invested in women's divisions right now because, like, y'all were saying, it is, like getting more out there and it is exposed more and it's like you're like oh okay so many women can wrestle and yeah. like hang in the ring and that's that's cool and so it's like exciting and new and refreshing talking about uh, obviously just saying like obviously with Tessa being the world champion what, what's your thoughts on, on on that like intergender matches is that is that a, a a yes or a no for you is that something you're interested in so I've personally never done a one-on-one intergender match. It's not because I'm opposed to it. I just never have. And so, like, I've, like, joked with other companies because we're, like, now when it happens, it's going to have to be, like, who am I going to wrestle because it's been so long. I've been in, like, some mixed tags and stuff. Like, um, I, like, wrestle circus and, like, some other places, like, um, some scramble matches. But I think it's you can put too many people in the ring together. Like, what I want to see, though, is, like, I want to fight you with, like, my same move set. And that that's what I like to see in, like, intergender matches is, like, sometimes when it's, like, you're doing some more things because it's it's just, like, versus a guy. That's what yeah. it's, like, I, like, how if I'm wrestling, like, a girl who's five times my size like okay that's probably how i would wrestle most of these male wrestlers and it's like i would still use like what i use as moves but maybe i would just need to enhance it a little more like hit it a little more often or something like so that's where it's like i still want to be me yeah 
that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So you, you'd you'd be up for the idea of it, like you'd be up for doing the intergender matches because there's oh, yeah. people who are against it. But I don't. I've never really understood why there would be because I think they say it's something like it, it's unrealistic. But it's wrestling. Like it, you can make anything in wrestling realistic, and the the female wrestlers are talented in their own right. So I don't get what would be the problem with doing it. It's mind-blowing. Like what I've seen too is like I've been around like some male wrestlers who aren't as big as some of the female wrestlers I've wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like okay, like you still might be like stronger than me, but I've had people way bigger than me like female wrestler wise and it's like okay, if if I can do that, then it's like, I feel like they could beat you up. So if I was in the ring with them, then like, let's see what I can do in the ring with you. Absolutely, yeah. So it'd be, it works either way around. Like, for example, if I was to go up against Tamina from WWE, yeah. I'd absolutely expect to get my ass kicked. Like, by <laughs> any female wrestler, to be fair, but especially someone the size of, like, a Tamina, because she's a powerful um mm -hmm. wrestler she's got that power move set so it works if we're around too that wouldn't be a realistic wrestling match if somebody my size was to go up against a powerhouse like tamina so i think when it comes to wrestling you can make anything realistic if if we can make the undertaker who is an undead wizard work you know people don't have a problem with that i'm pretty whoa. sure we can <laughs> whoa that's a one work what what's that no, he's really dead, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sorry to break the, you know, break the fourth wall for you there, Jamie. But sorry, Alex. He does this every now and then. It's oh no! It's like You know, it's a gimmick, and he's like, "Oh, what?" It's like telling him Father Christmas isn't real. But what? <laughs> I'm the Easter Bunny. Just, just shut up. It's Let's like, see. I don't want to hear the secret. <laughs> I, I don't want you to stop this. Stop this. My God. Have some respect. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. You don't realize Father Christmas can hear you. Just remember that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what my mum still tells me to this day. Like, I don't know. But back to, well, I don't even know what I was talking about now, Jamie. You've completely <laughs> thrown off track. It, it does With the, the inner gender and like... Um, yeah, that's it. Just, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just something that's going to be more normal in like in the coming years, especially with people like Tessa, you know, leading the leading the way with intergender matches. So if she can go up against Mike Elgin and Brian Cage, any match can happen. Like, and is is there any guy in particular that you could see yourself going up against if you could? Uh, I'm thinking so with what I was saying, how I never had a one on one intergender match so when i was in japan um with sabotage wrestling it's in texas um we were trying to plan this intergender match and it was going to be against sammy guevara oh really and he was like like we had it all planned and we're like he like because he used to have um like a big old rivalry with thunder rosa so mm. they're like okay like Alex, you're taking that spot, and it's going to be you and Sammy. And I'm just like, bring it, Sammy. And then, like, he had to go, and I was like, you had to go and sign with a company, and now I can't have this match. How selfish. <laughs> I know. I like, give him a hard time. I'm like. You know, you know what the answer to that is, though? You, go, you, you need to get signed by All Elite Wrestling and then be like, right, now we're doing this. Now we're having this intergender match. <laughs> you followed yeah. him He was like, we could go way. to Mexico and have it or something. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you should do that. Like, yeah. Make it your goal to get signed by AEW. And you're going to pick up your feud with Sammy Guevara. Because he was selfish enough to sign with AEW. I know. Like, this was like a big old planned thing. And then I was like, well, this isn't happening. And then it just like got like put on the back burner. Like, well. So then I just started like having like other singles matches or just other scramble matches because sabotage does a lot of intergender stuff if yeah if y'all look at that and um yeah i was like never got my one-on-one -on -one. and so i've like talked to joey ryan too 
Because, like, I was, like, if I go to bar wrestling, I'll, because I tell everyone, because everyone is, like, oh, she's never had an intergender match. It's going to be me. <laughs> that would I, I, I want to see that now, because it's, yeah, it's uh, no secret. I'm, I'm a, a massive Joey Ryan fan. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, He's an awesome I, person. Oh, I want to see it now. I want to see you versus Joey. That's it. That's my dream match. That's my dream you know match. What? Now, now I have to make this happen because, like, Joey's one of those people that's like, like, okay, I'll be your intergender match. And I'm just like, okay, I didn't, like, all right. <laughs> Joey is everybody's first intergender match, it seems like. You just. <laughs> I know, it's like tradition. Yeah, you have to you have to go through Joey first before you do it, you know. It's. It he is, was one of the first intergender matches I saw live. Um, and it was at Sabotage, like, versus Barbie Hayden. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I think the first one I saw Joey in was with uh, Candice. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and that that was an incredible match anyway. And I was just like, I think that was the first intergender match I'd seen before. Uh, but Candice is one of those wrestlers as well who she mm-hmm. can just hang with anybody. Mm-hmm. so good and I think it's obviously well deserved that she's in NXT now and I'm happy she's you know getting to show what she can do on her own not just as Johnny Gagano's wife as she was for a few months she's now Candice LeRae she's doing her own thing and showing everyone what she's about so speaking of NXT I'm guessing is that something that would also be on your radar yeah so uh, I had like my first tryout last year um and then like have done like some extra work and stuff and like talk to them and everything but it's this quarantine stuff everything gets put to the side like yeah I really felt like these past two months I was really even trying to figure out where like should I keep living where I'm living or this or that because I really felt like something's gonna happen because there were just like so many like opportunities and I was like talking to so many people but now it's it's like eh, I don't know I'm just on hold like everybody else yeah. but um I, I hope those opportunities uh do come for you again because you know you said like you, you'll be wrestling for you would have been wrestling for Ring of Honor um hopefully that's something that comes up again for you in the future I think it's you're one of those talents where you could fit in pretty much in any women's division, like in the all elite wrestling women's division, Impact, NXT, you seem like you'd fit pretty much anywhere at the moment. Well, thank you. I hope other people feel like that. (laughs) You've got the character work down and you're working hard, which is pretty much all you need to do. And it's, it's, I, I could definitely see you in somewhere like Impact for a start, but I think it'd be cool to see you mix it up with say Chris Statlander in all elite wrestling. Mm -hmm. Awesome, I'm like Yeah, she's, she's incredible. She's definitely like, um, like I want to get in the ring with you type of wrestler. Um, but yeah, because I, I mean, I would love, I love wrestling on the indies and like getting to go and experience all these new places and wrestle with all these people. But I also love, which I've been able to get like a little taste of, like with reality of wrestling, like we have a roster. And so it is cool because, like, we, I do like being a part of, like, rivalries or, like, in the story or, like, oh, okay, I have worked all year to get this belt. And people there who, like, go every single month there, like, they, they get that. So, like, that's what I really like with being with a company compared to the indies. But, um, like, I, I still love, like, international. Like, I... I want to go back to Japan. I want to go back to Mexico. Like, I still want to go to UK and Australia. So it's like, there's still so much that I want to do that you're just, like, on the edge of, like, I don't know what decision I would make because I love this so much. And, like, once you are kind of, like, depending on what company you sign with, that's that's where you are right now. Because you, on one hand, it's like, here's your goal. You want to sign for a big company. Like, mm-hmm. you want to get that, that contract. But on the other hand, you don't want to lose your freedom to be able to go and travel and do your thing wherever you want to do it. So if you can yeah. get somewhere which is the best of both worlds, amazing. Oh, yeah, that, that would be perfect. And so that's – I, like, look into that stuff all the time because it's, like, of course, like, um, 
when I was like in stardom, I was like, Mayu was coming over and like she won the Ring of Honor belt and like she was defending it there and they would bring some of the girls from Ring of Honor to like stardom. I was like, hmm, okay, so that's something. And then um, CMLO has the deal with Ring of Honor too. So they'll bring in some of their guys from CML and the Ring of Honor or like they'll have like the tournament over in Mexico and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's a good idea too. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's what a lot of people are enjoying with all elite wrestling is some of the guys are still allowed to work in New Japan, for example. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys can still take independent dates. So you're getting that like benefit of having a, an AW contract, but you can still work independence. Best of both worlds. Like, that's the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. So can't get any better than that. <laughs> yeah, but mit, with a, a contract, but you can still wrestle on the independence because so many wrestlers say they miss the independence as soon as they sign somewhere. They miss the the community of independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because that that is like a part of it. Like what I was saying with like going to work and stuff is it, and it's it's is like so cool. Like going to Mexico and just meeting all those people there and you're just like oh hey this is this is a whole new world of wrestling that's like exciting and refreshing again and I'm sure it's like of course with how big like wrestling is in UK like you go there like I'm gonna meet so many new people and like see so many new things that it's gonna be like oh okay like this is that's what like living is to me is like who can say like oh I've like gotten to go live in japan like met some of my best friends there wrestle some of the best girls in the world go to mexico train with some of the best like luchadors and luchadoras in the world and like gain those relationships and so it's like when we see each other a year from now because we are on our ring of honor card or this or that it's like cool because it's like oh well we like lived in japan together like that's what's so amazing about wrestling those experiences a big part a big part of it that I love that it's like that's what's so special too just depending on what you're looking for and what you want and like what makes you like happy at the moment yeah that that makes sense so it's it's more about being on the road making the experiences and those connections with other wrestlers as well that mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be very easy to miss once you do sign for somewhere right. and it becomes a little bit more scheduled a bit more routine yeah, so we need, is... to get you, we need to get you over to the UK. Yes, yeah, what Callum will even pay. <laughs> okay, okay, Jamie. I um, don't know how much money you think I've got, but sure, <laughs> Callum secretly holds all the money and he thinks we don't know Alex, so you know, he's like. Paid. We've made know, two dollars from this podcast in three years. I'm not hiding any money. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what, Alex? I haven't seen either one of those two dollars. Just, just so you know, <laughs> it's like two thousand dollars. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, probably. I wish, I wish it was. <laughs> but, um, Trying to we... see these like stimulus checks over here. To be yeah. like, this is over. I'm, I'm like hopping on a plane and going somewhere. <laughs> do it, do it. Come to the UK. Like I said, you, you won't struggle to find work. There's so many places here, which I'm sure would love to have you as part of the card. So when oh, you do I come over, just that. let us know and we'll be there. And, and we'll plug it as well. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet it out and, and plug it on everything. You, you name it. Yes, because I'm your Texas friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, howdy, y'all. I'll even go with it. I'll tell people I ride horses. Like, whatever y'all want me to say. Perfect. That's, that's all I ask for. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> and you're going to make... Look, you're the girl that's going to get me in pink. So, I mean, you're doing something right. I, I dress all black, so I will wear pink for you. I, I promise. Pink is the new black. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I will wear pink. And I'll be pink for a... In all pink. I'll even dye my beard pink. Let's just do it, right? Yeah, so our hair will be matching. Like there we go. I've tried to get yeah. you to do that before, and you said never. <laughs> you He's a changed love- man. He's changed. I'm a changed man, exactly. <laughs> this is it. 
Sorry. I, I will do that. I've, I've just realised how dark my camera is getting because it's getting dark outside. You can barely see me. Oh, yeah, it's evening over there. I'm like, it's like yeah. day right now. <laughs> but uh, before we wrap up, Alex, it would be great to know where we can find you on social media and also tell us what your big cartel is because I'll put it in the description below so people can buy your merchandise. Yes, so on Instagram and Twitter, it's Alex Gracia 3 um, pretty consistent across the board. And then, um, like, on YouTube, you can find Alex Gracia. There's, like, random stuff on there, too. So mm -hmm. I have, like, my vlogs from Japan and Mexico, which is really cool with some of the I'll girls I got to. check those out. They sound really there. good. Yeah, and um, Big Cartel, I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I put you on the spot now. I know. Oh, it's just alexgracia.bigcartel.com. Nice and easy to remember. I'm like, it's pretty basic. How did I forget? It's normally me that forgets my own Twitter handles, so I'm glad that somebody else has done this for Jamie. Yeah. yeah. It is just usually Jamie. Usually I'm like, Jamie, where can we find you on social media? And he's like, no idea. Don't know. He's like, hold on. Yeah. Let me check. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, where can we find you on social media? That's awesome. J hey, Jimmy? it happens because it's not something you think about all the time. No, he's putting me on the spot now. Um, I am at um, uh, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, Red Wolf JB. There we go. Oh, well, see, it's the same. See, that's it makes yeah. it a lot easier when it's the same. And you I still you can't have to have one name. Well, I still forget it. I still can't remember it. But... <laughs> there we go. That's where I am. I'm there. <laughs> Probably, Jamie. And you can find us at Ringsiders Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on YouTube at Ringsiders Wrestling. This interview will be up on Monday. So, not long. And it's been great having you on today, Alex. It would be great if we could have you on again down the line. Once yeah, definitely. Let's find out where you're going to be. You can tell us where people can find you. Usually that's what I'd ask. What shows have you got coming up? But obviously no one's got any shows coming up at the moment. So let's get you on again down the line. Let's find out what's going on. Yeah, I'm just going to like be like on screen with y'all and I'm just going to be like, hey guys, I'm in the UK. Yeah, and you've just got the... Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for joining us today, Alex. And uh, we'll definitely thank you for having me. It was fun. Um, it's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure. <laughs> thank you. I'll talk to y'all soon. Then. Talk to you. Soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.